You're listening to the Star Wars Blip Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Star Wars Blip Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, before we get into it, make sure you subscribe to the Star Wars Blip Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It helps out the show so much when you do. All right, let's get into this episode. Welcome back to another episode. We are going to be talking about the Force. What is the Force? Now, this this episode is going to be a little different. The short answer to this question is, I don't know. We don't really know what the Force is, but I do have some explanations to kind of what it is. Uh, so what is the Force, starting with midichlorians? What are midichlorians? Midichlorians were microscopic, intelligent life forms that originated from the foundation of life in the center of the galaxy and ultimately resided within the cells of all living organisms, thereby forming a symbiotic relationship with their hosts. The Force spoke through the middle chlorians, allowing certain beings to use the Force if they were sensitive enough with its powers. In order to gauge an individual's potential in the Force, blood tests were used to estimate the number of midichlorians within the subject's cells. Anakin Skywalker, the Chosen One, possessed the highest known count in galactic history, over 20,000 midichlorians, surpassing the potential of Grand Master Yoda and all Jedi. It's safe to say that Anakin possessed the, the most midichlorians, and... Understanding what the Force is, it's necessary to dive into what are midichlorians, their intelligent life forms, that basically the, flow, the, the Force flows through them, and the midichlorians tell the user of the Force what to do. If it's sensitive enough with its powers, you get more powers with the Force. Um, so yeah, the Force, it's, it's something that is... De like, we can, we can... Star Wars is interesting enough just with the Clone Wars, just with, you know, blaster fighting and lightsabers and things like that. But when you add that element of superhuman powers to a certain franchise, it just makes it so much more interesting. Adding the Force to Star Wars makes Star Wars what it is. Like, without the Force, Star Wars could not exist. Moving objects with your mind, telekinesis... Uh, being able to push back enemies, pull things to you, just use force, use the force in a unique way, um, just is amazing. And hopefully, with the coming shows in Star Wars, hopefully they will use the force a lot more, like in the Ahsoka show, things like that. Uh, hopefully they'll use the sh uh, the force a lot more because I love High Republic type stuff, Jedi's and Sith just kind of going at it. Uh, and when a Jedi uses the Force, it's like, oh, you just feel it inside of you. It's really, really cool. And there's even religions about Jedis. It's, it's kind of crazy. Anyways, the Force was an energy field that bound the galaxy together. Thus, distance was nothing when compared to the Force, which connected life forms together across the galaxy. Additionally, it was believed nothing was impossible to the Force, which was beyond the power of any man-made machine. Every life form in the universe had a place in the Force, even simple bugs. The Force existed in two forms, the Living Force and the Cosmic Force. The Living Force represented the energies of all life forms, and those energies were fed into the Cosmic Force, the wellspring from which it sprang. 
which bound the galaxy together and communicated the will of the Force through midichlorians. When a life form died, they would become one with the Force, air quotes, by becoming a part of the cosmic force, which then provided power to the living force. So it's basically like when you die, you basically flow into the force, flow into the river of life. And then from that river of life, different beings can harness the power of that river to achieve their goals, whether it be Jedi or Sith. Sith can use the living force, which is a force for good, for evil. Same with the Jedi. They can feed from this cosmic force, this river of life, to use the living force, which the living force is basically um, used by individuals, and the cosmic force is kind of like the whole. So cosmic force is kind of like the whole force. Living force is a little more detailed for the individual. Super interesting. Yeah, so here's a quote from Luke Skywalker and Rey. The force is not a power you have. It's not about lifting rocks. It's, an, it's the energy between all things. Attention. A balance. What binds the universe together. Okay, but what is it? Ray asks. Close your eyes. Breathe. Now reach out. Breathe. Just breathe. Reach out with your feelings. What do you see? Luke asks. The island. Life. Death and decay. That feeds new life. Warmth. Cold, peace, violence, Ray responds. And between it all, Luke asks, balance, an energy, a force. And inside you, inside me, that same force, Luke Skywalker and Ray. Indeed, the study of the force was a lifelong commitment for a Jedi, whereas Luke Skywalker devoted his life to the force. His sister did not complete her Jedi training, that being Leia having chosen her family and political career instead of the Jedi way of life. The Jedi Code restricted members of the Jedi Order from forming personal relationships, although the Code encouraged compassion for all life. It prohibited romantic love due to the risks of attachment, such as the fear of loss. The Jedi of the Republic era were identified by their midichlorian levels, the Force-sensitive population of the Galactic Empire, was more easily identifiable than that of the territories outside of the Republic's domain. The Order sought to shield its members from fear, anger, hatred, and other emotions that were considered dangerous to the Jedi. As such, the Order regarded younglings as the preferred age group for recruitment, although exceptions could be made for older children at the discretion of the High Jedi Council. So... The Jedi Council was indeed corrupt, and we can see that in the Clone Wars and with the prequels. They were definitely uh, more following rules instead of discerning things. They would just acted on what does the Council think instead of what is actually beneficial for the galaxy. Um, so emotions like fear, anger, and hatred, uh, the Jedi wanted to avoid those at all costs because that is what leads to the dark side. And we'll talk about dark side later. But the Force granted a myriad of supernatural powers to Force-sensitive, such as the Jedi and Sith. And this is where we lead into what powers do you have when you have the Force? The Force granted a myriad of supernatural powers to Force-sensitive, such as Jedi and the Sith, as well as entities like the Bendu and Mortis Gods. 
the potential of being had to manipulate the force was determined by the amount of midichlorians they possessed. Among their various psychedelic abilities, force sensitives were capable of telekinesis, mental manipulation, the ability to sedate or induce sleep, and the power to see the future. The clairvoyant aspect of the Force allowed Jedi mystics and other seers to predict events long into the future, hence the prophecy. Forming prophecies about the Chosen One, or the Force Dyad in the Sith's eternal lore. Force users' precognition allowed them to see an opponent's attacks before they came and even navigate a ship through hyperspace. And we can see... Um, Things like force healing, uh, force energy waves in the sequels, as when Rey stabs Kylo Ren, uh, Rey actually force heals Kylo Ren. Really, really cool. Like, bro. We just think of the force as, oh, I can pick up my lightsaber, or I can pick up this rock and throw it at you without even picking it up, you know? But no, the force, when you have the force, you can do basically anything. There's nothing is impossible when you have the force. It's pretty cool. The Force enhanced physical qualities such as strength, stamina, and agility. Fast reflexes were the more immediate effect of a Force-sensitive precognitive senses. Even without formal training, an untrained child was capable of de developing Jedi-like traits. Force-sensitive's physical vitality, strength, mobility, and resilience could also be augmented by the Force, allowing them to crush objects with their bare hands jump across great distances, levitate, or survive injuries that would cripple or kill normal beings. During the, tool, the duel on Kef Beer, for example, the Jedi Apprentice Rey and Supreme, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren harnessed the energies of the Force to increase their speed, agility, and other physical traits. Although Rey gained a slight advantage in speed, Ren was physically stronger than her. While some Force techniques were practiced by those on either the the dark and the light, such as telekinesis, telepathy, and augmenting one's own physical abilities. Certain powers could only be harnessed depending on the user's stance in the Force. Jedi younglings were taught that the Force could be used for many purposes, including protection, persuasion, wisdom, the manipulation of matter, and the performance of great physical feats. So we can see this uh, in all the movies, how when someone has the Force they are able to do a whole collection of different things. And it's interesting because in an, in uh, the original trilogy, when Obi-Wan dies, Luke is still able to see Obi-Wan whenever he wants because uh, he can harness the Force to basically see his old master because Obi-Wan, his old master, has fallen dead and has gone into the Force, which means... Luke can see him again. And we can see this. Jedi's, they'll always say, I will always, I will always be with you. If you kill me now, I'll become more stronger than you will ever imagine. I will go into the Force. I will haunt you forever. Like, if you kill me now, I'm going to go into the Force and I'm going to torment you, right? Like, that's what Obi-Wan said to Vader. Like, if you kill me now, I'm, I'm going to still be with you. So you can't get rid of me because I'm going to go into the cosmic Force. I'm going to be become i will become the force when i die really really cool stuff um yeah really great 
Force sensitives who retained their identities after death were capable of communing with the living, yet whereas the Jedi harnessed the light side's abilities through a mental state of peace and calmness. Force ghost training. That mental state of peace and calmness, meditating on the Force, that's that's what Qui-Gon Qui Jinn did to commune with Obi-Wan. He completed his Force training. That's what Yoda did. He completed his Force training. Force ghost training, that is. The Sith relied on their passion for strength, granting them access to many abilities some considered to be unnatural. For instance, Force Lightning was a dark side's ability used to torture, disfigure, and kill one's victims, stemming from the dark side's users' pure anger and hatred. The Living Force axed when used by a Light Force user with strength and agility and power with just the living force. But when a dark side user uses the force for his abilities, using that dark side user's raw anger, hatred, and rage, the force manifests itself with lightning. So the force manifests itself for, for anger with lightning, but the force manifests itself with peace, calm, and power just with the regular force. Really, really cool. Another example of the dark side's power was force choke. By visualizing the ability with a claw-like or crushing hand gesture, the user could strangle a victim either to intimidate or kill them, while the Jedi used mind tricks to gently interview, uh, influence weak minds. The dark side could be used to force one's way into a victim's mind via different techniques. Both sides offered the ability to preserve one's consciousness after death. Darksiders could transfer their souls into new bodies or bind their spirits to relics. Those who served the light who granted this power could become force spirits, being who achieved immortality by retaining their identities after becoming one with the force. Really, really cool stuff. We can see the force being manifest in different ways with the dark side and the light side. We can see the dark side um, it's very pushy. It's very, it's very direct. It's very intimidating. It's very forcey, right? It's like the dark side forces one's way into a victim's mind, but the light side uses mind tricks to gently influence people. You know, it's different. Dark siders, they can transfer their souls into new bodies. Light siders, they accept their fate and they become the force because being part of the force is a lot better than becoming a new body, right? So really cool. Here is a quote uh, from Obi-Wan basically explaining the Force, and this is basically all you need to know um, about the Force. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi to Luke Skywalker. Uh, he says, The Force is what gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together, and you can give it a listen right now. now the Force is what gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. So that's that's uh, that's Obi Wan for you. That's basically the shortest explanation of the Force you basically need. Like I could talk for hours about this, but all you need to know is what Obi Wan just said. It surrounds us, penetrates us, and it binds the galaxy together. That's what the Force is. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast, and Google Podcast. Uh, leave a review. Really appreciate that. Give me an email. Go for it. 
dare you? No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, if you have any questions, just email me. And yeah, I'm on the, the Force, and the Force is with me. For now, my name's Ty. And yeah, may the Force be with you. Thank you.